0: Good
1: morning, we've talked the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you. Uh. Uh. Good morning, good morning, good morning, uh. good, morning. good morning. One, uh. two, one, two, three. Good morning.
0: G'day, thanks so much for being a customer of Year Round Carnival. This is our Saturday morning update edition. We are recording this at 9.30am with Vince Accardi from Daily Sectionals. Hey mate?
1: Ralphie, top of the morning too, and isn't it just sensational today?
0: It's sensational quality in Sydney. Uh, we're in Melbourne, and it's sensational weather here, so <laughs> let's break it apart. The good news is uh, scattered showers at worst uh, both over the past 24 hours and uh, and throughout the day today, so we're racing. We're probably on a heavy 10 throughout the day, but what type of uh, surety is that giving you mindset-wise approaching today?
1: Well, it's better than... Knowing that it's just going to thump down all day, and we could get minus minus seventies. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, you, we'll be away. Have
0: it. you summarised this in your in your race speed profiles? This obviously, please open it up if you if you've, you've you obviously got this uh, emailed to you. So please open it up, and this will be our chat. Will be the accompaniment to it. How, how have you marked this uh, this card as far as your approach goes? Mate, how are you expecting the track to play?
1: I feel there's going to be favouritism on the lead pack, Ralphie. Just given the nature of the ground conditions and having this confidence that the home straight is going to be far superior than around the back, I do expect the number of the races to be even with speed, and this is going to allow a bunch of horses in that lead group to conserve energy and get on that better ground and still be able to finish strong. So it's not going to be that easy for the back markers to come round, and I'm really going to focus on horses that have got to be inside that eight lengths coming inside the 600 all right
0: first race in the program since i've been working with you you have had a nice mantra with these 2 year over a mile i just haven't got the skeletal strength to have much <laughs> confidence about them when you approach it
1: and this is the whole thing ralphie as much as as i do the form on every race i like to get excited and, and communicate about every race but the reality is business is business and money's hard to come by and the last thing i'm going to do is just throw it out into the air
0: well, speaking of business, there's a lot of people who are thinking that um there's one to be a bit businesslike with uh, with the second. Lock Eagles are a a very short priced uh, favorite here and likable at uh at, at first at first glance here. It's about uh, sort of the low two range. Won easily first up at Newcastle at Warwick Farm last start, one by point eight of a length, and there was a big gap to third. The second horse, straight Aaron, then won the Carbine Club last week. How are you assessing its chances and how's it line up here?
1: Well, the beauty is it's got excellent profile in terms of the wet track indicator, rock solid 7.2, on what I would have considered a touch into that heavy range. Race shape wise, golden, golden race shape. Price, it's at the skinny end for a horse that hasn't broken benchmarks, so that's that's a negative for me, not saying it can't win, but from a business point of view, it's you'd love to sort of grade this as a betting better than a, a C grade, but that's where it sits at best.
0: How, how are you assessing military expert? I notice you've got it most advantage here, and this is fifteen dollars.
1: Well, I can't, I can't fault the horse, Ralphie. Other than the fact that if I'm going to be harsh on saying, okay, who's got the better WTI between these two horses, and this is Lock Eagle and military expert, I have to say military expert is several lengths inferior. But it's not. I don't know if they're going to run that fast with all the additional scratchings, and you're going to be an on pace runner and. I feel you, you're going to be not that easy to run down.
0: Well, there's a couple of others who've got a big odds. So I must ask you about them uh, in, your, in your most advanced short shorts, which is you know high teens and low teens for Z-
1: Zephus. I think it's good
0: pronounced.
1: Well, that performance of short shorts, maybe it's not the most fashionable trainer, but for me, Hawkesbury, best of the day performance benchmark. Now, of course, if I look on the raw figures, it was a little bit better than that. It was a 1.2. I just love the speed the horse demonstrated through the first half of the race, going 2.9 above, still traveling above benchmark between the eight and the four, and only gave real conditioning blowout over the last 200 meters, and entitled to do that second second up. The query Zaffir? is... yeah, uh, Sorry, just the query was, yep. can you handle the heavy ground? Sure. And, and the toppy? Well, this is another runner... I look at both performances so far off long breaks. Just looks like a big improving horse. I mean, I look at what it did first up Caulfield in that group race over 1,200 metres. I didn't think it was the right race shape for that horse. Huge finish. Then found itself at Flemington. Much faster speed. The data was clearly indicated the horse was off in terms of conditioning, running flat. I'm expecting a big rebound. Wet (sighs) track-wise... Well, that's the challenge, right? Uh, third race
0: here. The market's pretty much settled on uh, well, three great riders here. Never Talk, great news, and Rustic Steel. It sounds like uh, by the look of it, it's a moderate conference race, and you you haven't got knocks on any of them.
1: No, it's it's not an easy race either, Alfie. The Never Talk, I like it in the sense that it's it can handle the wet ground. Question mark is where will Damien have it in running, and it can it be in the strike round zone when it counts.
0: What about Rustic Steel? We we gave it a bit of a push at uh, Newcastle. I can't help thinking that from that prize money to the big prize money here, this is actually its target race.
1: <laughs> well, everybody's got targets, Ralphie, yeah, as you that's know. True. It's just a matter of can you deliver. I feel that the ground conditions against the horse, Ralphie, And that's the big challenge. How are you going to overcome this? Even on slow tracks, it's been a little bit ineffective and just doesn't have the WTI markings. But in terms of race shape, perfect and and
0: just looking at the data here with great news who's second favorite uh like last start second at Gosford uh, uh you know hit the line well sound overall time but it says heavy 8 but look at this data it probably wasn't that heavy
1: no no far from it ralphie absolutely nowhere near that we were well and truly inside that range and that's the question for me this is a horse great news I didn't want to knock because I thought that first up run was fantastic and the profiles clearly indicating this horse is already running to the level of a couple of preparations ago and that's why I wanted to give it respect. I looked at the Gosford victory back in May 2020 and it, that was marked heavy but that ground in my view was a lot closer to sort of S5, S6 range and that's probably what we need to see for this horse to be very hard to beat but I just want to put it there because it gets a golden ratio. Have
0: you got one or two? Given it's a big field, I'm sure our customers might feel like a bit of a trifecta today. So if there's a couple of big odds that you think, well, I think you'll handle the ground. I don't know if you're good enough, but I think you'll be competent in the ground.
1: Absolutely. I thought number third own with Craig Williams on board, uh, Papali. Is that right? Has to be uh, considered on heavy tracks. Got a WTI of ten point three, and the strongest profile in this particular race. And you know, near benchmark performance at this distance. The other one was Sally's Pops, who I feel has got a very strong uh, WTI, but gets a perfect ratio. Could surprise and and finish. You know third, fourth, that's a type of indicator. And the other one that I also felt was some sort of a threat at odds was a horse called Torfiq Glass, who's got a very strong WTI. And again, very similar profile to a number of other horses around that one to two lengths below benchmark at this distance. Well,
0: one's about twenty to one, the other two are sixty and seventy to one. So there's uh, there's a couple to consider there. The Percy Sykes uh, for the two year olds. This is interesting here. So Paris, Dior, pretty short price favourite. We our theme for the this crop was that no two year olds had really been producing much data, but it's come from big margin uh, trials. Has she progressed as far as what you've seen on the on the trials?
1: Well, I'm just trying to sit down here. They. Taking the position that maybe that heavy track trial on the fourth of the fourth was like massive, and this is the reason why the horse is where it should be. I, I, my, my take is it's only short because the field's very ordinary.
0: Right. So it's, it's certainly not a race that, uh, that you're, you're going to be interested in, uh, in getting involved with. No, I'm wise. hoping
1: that we could find something into the future that we're going to mark in the Sizzlers are off and we can make money from.
0: <laughs> Fair enough, too. Well, what do we do, race five here? So uh, the Congo gave us such a big shout at $15 in the galaxy here. But you said the heavy track was a query. Uh, did we learn enough there? What we do know is that mazu is a mud eater, so in the Congo is obviously tumbled in. There's only four runners that it has to beat. Uh, racer tactics and probably the best way to ride in the Congo will, will be not to hold the horse up, but can handle the ground.
1: Well, oh, this is so painful, very painful. Because I, 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 what's happened now, you can from a, the way I like to behave, in from a betting point of view, we're just down. You've only got one slot, right? Yeah. So <laughs> this is the challenge. So in the Congo, if you knew that Tommy Berry said, let's make it a race, even though there's only four horses, well, then you could be fairly confident Then we're going to be just down to either one horse or the other winning. Right. Now, with the situation where Tommy Berry doesn't really have that profile when you've got a small field, he he could be looking at, how slow can we go to increase my chances, which I feel is going to work against him if he does that. And this could then bring Paul Early right into the race and be just as effective as Marzu and that becomes a really hard challenge to try and assess. And that's why I downgraded the race low to moderate.
0: Nice and simple there. All right. Race six, the first of the group ones. We've had a deep dive into it yesterday. So this is more of a question of what you've been able to assess with your own mindset here with 24
1: hours clarity. Well, my view is this, Ralphie. If we get on the track and there is this possibility, particularly in that home straight, if it's what I'm anticipating to be in line with last week, I'm, I'm reasonably bullish on Gypsy Goddess running big today, even though it doesn't have the same wet track profile as Honey Creeper, who's the other serious threat from my perspective. They are the two that just look like they're going to run superbly and Hinged gets the golden race shape. And that's why I didn't want to dismantle it off the top three. But I, all the indicators are gypsy goddess today is going to make that next step and if this track was s5 s6 or better i would be marking this race a standout for this horse
0: well nice and simple all right so the equation for you as a punter is do you want to uh, take the bet about the heavy track capacity because you're saying talent wise she's really lining up to uh to explode today
1: absolutely so just from a cautious point of view from my perspective, when it comes down to betting, at best it's a C grade bet, not because the horse is uh, that sort of level, it's just this race.
0: No doubt. Cindy Cup there, you were very bullish on Crystal Pegasus yesterday as far as saying he's just done nothing wrong. 24 hours later, you've got Surefire, the chosen one, future score at big odds, and Tiger Tiger at big odds there in your other most advantage.
1: Yeah, I wanted to put in Tiger Tiger just. Uh, if anybody's planning on getting into the multis, I've really found this horse really hard to fault. And those three horses had to come into play because they are the three best trackers in the field, Ralphie. Right. And for that reason, I wanted to make sure that they're highlighted. Are they the classiest horse in the field? No, not particularly if we're comparing it against what Crystal Pregasus has been doing, but we can Frank, all those three horses have been spot on at the distance and spot on in the ground conditions. And, I call this a Flukas race now, and they could surprise.
0: And that's that's nice and simple. You put it on the table. A Flukas race means be careful of taking short price, and uh, maybe and if you are wanting to have a play, they're the type of mouldy options to include. The chosen one, future score, and Tiger Tiger, all the big odds. No fault, Crystal Pegasus, no fault, Shawfire. Is that a fair summation? A-
1: absolutely.
0: All right, the Superstar race here. I've, I've <laughs> talk about a day's clarity to give you. I've given myself a day's clarity with Animo. So. I want to ask you this question as, as far as a, a, an addition that I didn't ask you yesterday. Animo, when it won, ran with uh, the Rose Hill Guineas rather, ran significantly slower time, same day, same track, same distance as... Uh, as Monophilia did in beating Very Elegant. So I suppose mm-hmm. that's why Animo was as much as $5 yesterday, now into mid-four. So the conference has come for it, but just just to give cl- uh, our listeners clarity as far as why you're, you're bullish, even though overall the time was significantly slower.
1: Well, yes, of course. Well, firstly, let's bring that to clarity. Monophilia went around minus 19 through the first section. This is the, the best way to bring some clarity to it. and Animo went round through the first section, 26.6. So there's seven lengths there.
0: So you stop the race at the 800 metre mark, one's going seven lengths faster than the other.
1: Yeah. So what you, what, 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 how would you just all, all of a sudden, miraculously, just make up that sort of difference in the time? It's, it's The squeeze was also massive. We have a look yep. at the move from 26.6 to 4.5 below. And then again, looking at Montefiola, 19 to 6. So the, the squeeze was like nine lengths less. So in other words, Animo put another nine lengths bigger squeeze. That's hard, Ralphie, to do in these ground conditions. And then we look at the the finish and the, the softness of the victory. That's always something that becomes a personal thing on how you're going to score it. I like to just let the numbers do the talking. The reality is the horse has done exactly what it should do, and I feel that today it's going to... Articulate that this is the best three-year-old in the country, which oh, I've had that on the mantelpiece for ages, and it's going to continue to stay that way. And I don't believe anybody's going to beat it.
0: Nice and simple, Joao. Uh, you, know you like as <laughs> a good talent, and uh, and then uh, as, as you articulated yesterday, Zaki and very elegant. You need those top two to have bad days uh, because you just think they've taken that next step past them.
1: They really do, and they'll be praying to the gods that they either stay in the stores or don't turn up.
0: Okay. The uh, Almost sim- similarly in, in race nine, the queen of the turf, you, you said about business. <laughs> Stop mucking around. It's about these two
1: quality mares, Ice Bath and Colette. Well, you just can't fault them, Ralphie. Colette's got a superb wet track profile, the strongest in the field, 10.8. High probability of being more forward than Ice Bath in running as well. Who has a four-length inferior WTI, Still very strong. No, I have no uh, issues about it getting through the ground. But when I look at the matchup between the two, and that's exactly how I'm looking at the race, Ralphie. It's a matchup between these two runners. I'm hoping that both those horses get the clear running when it's needed because they're going to need a little bit of luck. But. From a business point of view, j Max going to be three, four lengths more forward, and it's just a matter of whether Ice Bath can run it down, and I do expect those two to finish to be running one, two.
0: A couple that you've mentioned next is Ana Visto at Big Odds. We discussed it yesterday. We didn't discuss Nimalee, but it's $26. Is there one or two others as wet track uh, for those who want to th- play the multis and throw something in?
1: Well, the one that I haven't put in the MAs that I – Probably was, like, really fumbling over whether it was going to be Fangirl or nimeline and it's just because Fangirl hasn't produced the score yet why I didn't put it in, but from a wet track profile point of view, if there was going to be a knockout horse, this was going to be the one, Ralphie, oh, that's right. going to knock him out. And the last
0: race here, we'll get a bit more depth out off you here, Vince, because obviously we didn't cover it yesterday, and it's the last leg of the quaddie. So for people looking to get that last leg of the Quaddy home, you've got most advantage here. Moderate to high, though, and uh, starting here with Emanate who was a big winner last start.
1: Yeah, well, how can you fault that performance, Ralphie? That was just sensational. Off, off a mediocre speed, but better than some other races that I'd seen. 14.2 below. That was... Again, like I said, very, very slow, allowed this horse to just cruise through the gears between the 8 and the 400 and pretty much improve over that last 200 metres to run above benchmark. I just can't help but think this horse is going to improve further. And for me, it only just needs to repeat last start to win. And that's, that's fantastic. And wet track profile, as good as any other horse in this race, rock solid 6.7. It's not through the roof. But no one else has got virtually anything better other than Bellucci Bait.
0: Well, another way you look at racing. So here, it's second favourite, $5, and keeping the place on the side sounds like an appealing place for you.
1: Outstanding. Lovely.
0: All right. A couple of others, though, uh, for those wanting to uh, either take multis or, or to include in, into their uh, quaddies, uh, Wonderbar, Bar, Bella Babe. Bellucci Baby. you got next.
1: Well, firstly, wonderbar again, I just felt the profile has been really solid with this particular horse. The challenge for me is on genuine heavy track. Now, I know that Newcastle, that track was drying all the time, Ralphie, and it was a lot better, and it was well and truly inside. It was in the S range. Not, there was no H about it at all. So that was just my own little concern about that particular horse, and we've got, to, we've, got to, we've, we've got to come back to the 1,200 meters, which mind you, I don't see that as a negative with the 28 days break. I just felt that Damien's going to suit the horse as well. The other one, Bella Nipatina, I can't fault this horse either, Ralphie. You look at the first up run, rock solid, Corford 1,100 meters. It was six best of the day. It's about as good as this horse has ever gone from a first up point of view. Last start, A the heavy track, there was also a lot of flatness in that run, Ralphie. I'm expecting a massive turnaround. The question is, how will you get through the ground? That, that's the problem with that horse. Bellucci, babe, I think it speaks for itself. It's got the profile in terms of being able to handle the wet track and is in the right sort of profile form-wise to deliver a, a big run
0: all right sounds like you're uh, you definitely i said it yesterday you're gonna finish with some blue jackets on here vince with animo with colette with uh with emanate but of course you said uh, ice baths right in the, that race as well in the queen of the turf really appreciate all your support here as a customer best of luck today